Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at fantasyfootballprofit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking week 13 waivers. Try to get you in the playoffs here. We got one final week. But before we do that, I say we talk a little bit about the Monday Night Football game that just ended. And again, Lamar Jackson, man, this guy is, I, I don't even know what more we can say. How, what, what, what can you possibly say anymore? He's just ridiculous. I mean, he's the MVP. He's. It was him and Russell that was the talk what, a couple week or two ago. There's no way it's not just Lamar Jackson running away with it now. I mean, what? <laughs> Again, though, only 169 yards throwing tonight, but five touchdown passes, and he ran eight times for 95. This guy is, I don't know how you stop him. He's a video game character. I mean, there's nothing else. And what a, I mean, we thought that the Rams had to put up a statement here in order to say, hey, we, you know, we fell off, but we deserve to be in the playoffs. Whoa, <laughs> did Baltimore just make a statement of their own? They are not playing around. <laughs> that was Man, not they, even close from the jump. That was embarrassing for the Rams. This Baltimore team lost to Cleveland earlier in the year. <laughs> How yeah. that happen? I don't know. <laughs> they figured it out, though, now. They have it. They have oh it rolling. Gosh. Yeah, they do. I mean, they can – they're just – I mean, they're running through everyone. And Lamar, I mean, how do you – you can't game plan for him. That's what it comes down to. It, you, he'll throw five touchdowns on you. He'll run for a couple. He'll run for over a hundred yards. He's gonna take whatever you give him. It is um. I mean, what a what a game all the way through from from coaching down to playing. I mean, Lamar looks so comfortable back there. It's like nothing phases him anymore. He just has eh, no big deal. People are coming at him. He'll just step to the side and you know run if he has to throw if he. It's just ridiculous. The guy's so good. And I mean, this is why like so like Mark Ingram runs fifteen times for one hundred eleven yards. It's just that they're so scared of Lamar Jackson that they're thinking about that every play. Ingram's going to just keep 7.4 yards per carry today. It's easy for him, too. And that was always the what I loved about having, you know, running back with a running quarterback. The guy's just going to be good. And I don't I still I don't understand why Ingram wasn't more highly ranked coming into this year. He's he's shown and proved it all year now, too. Yeah, it, it really is scary when you can spread out the carries that much as well, and Ingram can still get his. I mean, because he, he was able to put up big numbers on 15 carries. Edwards got 14 carries. I mean, Lamar carried it eight times himself. And then, you know, uh, Griffin, that doesn't really count. But, you know, the, the backup QB at the end got a couple as well. But, I mean, the fact that Ingram and Edwards are almost splitting carries, and a lot of it had to do with, you know, the game getting out of control – but that's not unusual. I mean, they've used Edwards quite a bit, and obviously Jackson runs the ball as well. So it just shows you how just how amazing uh, this offense can be. Uh, they can throw in so many different people. They can do so many different things. I mean, it is terrifying to think that that Jackson has the ability to get even better. And you know, you say that about young players, but you know, the running ability isn't going away. Um, as long as he stays healthy. So if he has that for, you know, the how many next years and he grows as a passer even a little more where, you know, I don't think you can throw more than five touchdowns. Maybe you can. <laughs> but, I mean, he grows that, you know, 170 to, you know, 280 or 300 yards. Uh, I mean, this guy is going to be 
I mean, ridiculous. It's hard to even imagine how good he can really be. It, it is. It, you know, maybe one of these teams, maybe if he could get in a shootout once, he could throw like seven. Just, <laughs> he might be able to. Yeah, it would. Uh, I, yeah, he is so much fun to watch. Uh, Ram side of things. I mean, less fun to watch. Uh, weird to say, because last year they were they were. Remember just about just a year ago, we had that Chiefs Rams uh, Monday night football game. Just remember how like those offenses were just unreal. What happened to the to the Rams? Like one year ago, they were in one of the greatest Monday night football games of all time. Just offense, 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 and then this is out there now with basically the same players. I guess there's the one difference is the offensive line isn't as good, and that's that's I guess the key. Or people just figured out McVay's offense because, I mean, yeah, that was ugly. Gurley, six carries, 22 yards. It's not like he, he wasn't replaced by somebody. That was it. Team had nine, and one of them was Goff. So it was just a kneel down, I think. Yeah. I mean, there's so many. Th- I think, I don't know. There, there's so many different ways you can go at this. I I think part of it is that, you know, the NFL kind of figured out McVay. And you're right about the line. And, with that, they just weren't able to go through Gurley. And when he was the primary, like the focal point of the offense, I think it opened everything up. I mean, really the biggest difference you can see in, in Goff's numbers. I mean, he's the one and, and the you know, Cup kind of is doing his thing. But you saw it with Woods. You see it with, obviously, Brandon Cooks. And you take injury into uh, account. But Goff has not been injured. And he is going to be, like, after this week, he'll be like, I don't even know, 25th ranked quarterback. I, it's ridiculous. It's a complete 180 from where he was at. And a lot of stuff goes into it. But if it was me, it, you know, I think Gurley is the key. Uh, do you think the Rams are regretting signing Jared Goff of that four-year, $134 million extension? I don't know how you couldn't at the moment. But, I mean, I, I, he, I, I don't know. He does have talent. Obviously, he showed it last year. But this is definitely not the money you paid for. No. But all right, that's enough from that game. Ravens just look great, and yeah, that was awesome, <laughs> awesome display there. Just fun to watch from the Ravens. I like I said, I just I, I had a lot of enjoyment just watching the Ravens play. They've you know, kind of I guess I'm adopting them as my, my team right now because I have nothing to cheer for in the Lions. I enjoy <laughs> right. the Ravens. I think I'm gonna go for them. Actually, I do have uh, outside of fantasy. Who who do you actually like for the? The Super Bowl this year, like the playoff Honestly, teams. There's a lot of, there are a handful well, of good ones. You know, I think next week we might be seeing a preview of that Ravens 49ers. Next week is the, the game. It's a big one. That one. That that is right now. It looks like how can they not be the favorites right now? Both of them. I mean, Patriots, yeah, but I think the Ravens, Ravens, look what they did to the Patriots a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I think Ravens 49ers are right now the favorites, and that's going to be a fun game next week. It is, and and right now I have to. I mean, I you lean Ravens as well. Yeah, I'm yeah. just they're, they're this that good right now. Someone's got to figure out Lamar Jackson to to stop them because they just have it rolling. I don't know, I, but I don't know how you do it. No, nope. <laughs> yeah, not that I mean, easy. yeah. If you did, you'd be a coach in the NFL. <laughs> you, need, you need an off season to figure that out. Almost, I feel like it's not, not yeah. going to happen in a week. You know, I th- I just know every coach is just praying that Lamar like tweaks his ankle in practice. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, right. don't make me play him. But all right, how about waiver wire? We'll jump over there. Um, not not the most extensive list today, but there are a couple running back options, I believe, up here. And I'll say the first one on my list, he would think, I believe was first one on my list last week, is Jonathan Williams from the Colts. 
Looks like Marlon Mack's going to be out again. And Williams played, you know, pretty well as the starter last week. Don't see why he won't do it again. You know, he should have a pretty good shot once again to, you know, at least put up some kind of um, points. And if you need a player in your lineup this weekend to get you hope for the playoffs, yeah, I'd go get Jonathan Williams. I'm going to pull up what his actual stats were last week. And, you know, 26 carries, 104 yards, and a touchdown. It's not too shabby after the week before, 13 for 116. Two pretty good games. Now he's Tennessee. Tennessee's, you know, just middle of the road kind of. They're okay. But I think Jonathan Williams is the pickup here. And I think you put him in your lineup. If you're picking him up this week, you're picking him up because he's your starter. You have to, there's no really other reason to pick him up. You pick him up and play him this week. Or I guess to block somebody. That's a good, that's a good way to do it. Yeah, that's always a good play. <laughs> but Williams, I think, has to be the top play there. And, I don't know. This could only be a one one more week. Mac could be back, but hey, go get go get Williams, and he he's going to be number one here. I think number two. This is where I'm not sure what to do. I mean, I put Rashad Penny here just because it's maybe you know there was the talk uh, after the game, or Pete Carroll said you know he has to there has to be at least some kind of thought of a timeshare, right? Using Penny some more. Yeah, do you I, trust that though? Like at this point of the no, year, I mean, what are we doing, right? Why are we right, picking him up? Exactly. Well, we always knew that he was pretty good. The, I mean, it's Chris Carson better. You know, evidence would point to yes. But as you keep saying, which is a very, very good point, you keep talking about the ball security, and when you're trying to win games late in the season, you're, you're starting to wonder. A couple more fumbles, you're in a close game. Why wouldn't you put in a different running back? Because you know they're going to run the ball. Penny is a very good option. And they're not afraid to use him. So do I trust, can I put him in and know that he's going to get 10, 12 carries even? No, I, I really can't. But I think that he is a good pickup because if an injury or ball security really does become an issue, he becomes a very valuable player then. Then, um, yeah, because Chris Carson now has seven fumbles on the year. And we're only through week 12. That's not good. No, no, it is not. And one of them wasn't even his. It doesn't count towards his yesterday. It was just a failed uh, handoff with him and Wilson. It doesn't didn't go to Carson. It very well could have, man. But, I mean, if you're looking at these, Jonathan Williams is obviously the pickup over Penny because you know you're getting a guy who's going to play. So Penny might be here. But, okay, what about Benny Snell, Steelers? Yeah, that's an interesting one as well. You know, what do you – it all depends on James Conner is if James Conner. So let's just say James Conner is not back. If he's not, then I think Snell probably has to jump Penny, right? I mean, he has to. Yeah. For, for guaranteed touches. And if you're going to play him next week, then yes. So I don't have that much confidence in this one though. Cleveland. I mean, it's an okay matchup again, but um, Yeah. It's not, the, I mean, but if you're, if this is what you need and you just need volume, you guess you go get him. You need a player to stat put in your lineup. I guess you, okay. I'm in a situation where right now my running back two is either Darius Geis or, you know, someone like that. Would you go Darius Geis or would you go Benny Snell with James Conner out? If Conner's out, I, I, yeah, I'd probably go Snell. I think you have to. Yeah. You just go with the volume. You go with the volume play. 
So I think that's where you're going to go. I think it would be like William Snell. Penny might be the next one. There's not – for running back-wise, the other options, again, it's not options. It's you get the handcuffs if they're out there. Just like Madison, Alexander Madison owned in 17.5% of Lacey. It's actually gone down in ownership. <laughs> yeah, um, very Tony dangerous. Pollard, 12.1% percent of leagues gus edwards 5.3 percent of leagues get those get those guys on your team i i mean i'm, I'm really I, I have a hard time i don't understand what the what the dalvin cook owner is doing right now how come in 82 percent of leagues the dalvin cook owner does not have madison when he's available i i don't know i mean either you have an amazing team you like you, i mean i have no idea how you would have that many good players or you're just playing with fire you really are at this point. So go pick up those guys. So those, I guess, are the running backs. Unless you have another name out here that I'm not thinking. No, Again, I, I really don't. Going, okay, we say people, we're going 40% and under for our picks on ESPN. So there's some guys that might be above that that maybe could be an option. But we're just going 40% and under today. So otherwise, above that, like Bo Scarborough, he's 48% owned. He'd be a pickup over some of these guys if he's available in your league. So let's just say if Scarborough is... Does he go ahead of who's he go ahead of there? Snell? He goes ahead of Snell. Probably, yeah, he'd probably right? be number two for me. Yeah. After Williams. Yeah. Be, but before Snell. Yeah, because I think once again, I think the uh if Driscoll's in, the volume will be there. He did well enough to earn at but least no. one more start. Driscoll has an injury now too, so Yeah, or yeah, I'm sure, as long as Stafford's not back, that's what I should say. <laughs> yeah. But so who knows who the quarterback's gonna be anyway. Yeah. So, so they're gonna have to run the ball. <laughs> All right, so how about wide receivers? This is actually where you just kind of <laughs> you pick a name and hope he hits if you need one of these guys. I hope you don't need one of these guys and can rely on it. So I'll say above because above 40%, there is a couple guys between 40 and 50. I'll just get them out of the way because they're better than all of these other guys. So you got Robbie Anderson, you got Debo Samuel, you got Randall Cobb. They're all between 40 and 50%. I think they would be the top receivers off the board for me. Oh yeah, without a yeah. doubt. I mean, it, so, well, here's here's one with uh, out of those three, who would you take first, second, and third? Okay, if I'm going this week, just this week, I'm thinking this week. I actually probably, I'm probably leaning towards uh, Robbie Anderson actually going against Cincinnati. I like Debo, but Debo against um, the Ravens, you know. Oh Ravens, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the Ravens D has just been scary, and then you know Randall Cobb's still kind of a third option. And Buffalo's not a easy matchup necessarily. So Robbie Anderson's going to have to be the play for me with a good matchup this week. Yeah, I would agree with you. Then other receiver pickups, I guess I'll just name off some guys and see if you what you think. <laughs> A.J. Brown, you got James Washington, McCole Hardman, Darius Slayton. It's the usual names we bring up almost every week because they're in this range. Don't feel confident in any of them, but any they all could do something, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, would it, you if you had if you need a receiver this week again, one of those four, which you're really going down there though. AJ Brown, James Washington, McCole Hardman, Darius Slayton. Do you have a preference, or is it just surprisingly? And I mean, preference is a strong word, <laughs> but I'll say, I, the, I'll say the matchups here. So we got Slayton going against Green Bay. You got James Washington going against Cleveland. McCall Hardman goes against Oakland, and then A.J. Brown goes against Indianapolis, so that doesn't really help me at all. No. I, actually, I mean, I, I'm very surprised that I went this way 
and it's a little reactionary because of last week, but I really like what Tannehill's doing. A.J. Brown, I feel like, is kind of coming around. He's had, uh, hasn't always been able to get into the end zone, but he's starting to put up good yardage, and it's been sporadic. It's kind of every other game. But it felt like after that bye going against Jacksonville, uh, that was a big game he needed. So I, w- I would lean towards the hot hand because I don't I don't see a clear-cut uh, winner. And James Washington's been doing better, but he he's not catching a lot of balls either. I mean, you know, he caught three the past two against Cleveland and Cincinnati. He's going against Cleveland again, which, he, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I would go A.J. Brown if I had to. What about you? Yeah, that's where I'm actually leaning to. AJ was my number one out of those four options. Again, it's, I think I like what Tannehill's been doing, and I think AJ Brown has surpassed Corey Davis at this point, and seems to be the it's, better it's, receiver right now. It so seems like Brown, it. Yeah, he'd be my pick. And other receivers out there, I don't really have options that I like, honestly. So you really have to be desperate if you're looking elsewhere. I don't. I mean, there's guys you can throw in there, though, and there's, but there's a million of them. You can put, throw Cole Beasley if you just absolutely need a, a body, and those guys we just mentioned aren't available, and you need to throw somebody. Just maybe throw Beasley because he's been catching touchdowns, and he might get a few catches. That's about all I can really go for here. Anthony Miller, you know, he's been better as well, but not enough for me to really recommend it yet. And then, yeah, even I'll say even Russell Gage from Atlanta, he's been he's been um, involved. But hopefully you don't have to go that way for your play for your starters this week. Yeah, where does uh we had you had mentioned briefly, but where does Darius Slayton fall for you? He's probably the fourth out of those guys, honestly. I don't know it, it, something about Hardman. I just like the potential. Yeah, yeah, he you doesn't need I mean? a whole lot of catches, which he hasn't been getting. But yeah. you know, he and can take one to the house. Depends on what you're looking for. You're looking for the big play, you know, boomer bust type thing. Go Hardman if you just need more safety. Maybe you go Slayton. You're just looking for eight points. You go Slayton, maybe. That's, I guess, how you play it, depending on what kind of risk you want. Then, um, actually, you know what? There's a couple quarterbacks, I think, this week. Uh, like we said, Tannehill, we brought his name up a couple times. I think he's he, he's been good, but he's he's not my top ad for quarterback under 40% this week. He's there, but I think Sam Darnold has to be the top one. Going against, what is he going against the Bengals? Is that what I said earlier, I believe? Yeah, yep, going against Cincy. And he has been... He's been on a tear. I mean, the last three weeks, he has been <laughs> been going against very bad defenses. Uh, New York Giants, Washington, Oakland. Now he's about to hit Cincinnati and Miami. So I think you can ride it out for two more games before you just hit a brick wall and he, he probably returns to to a very rough reality against Baltimore. Yep, so Darn will be the top one. Then Tannehill against Indianapolis is probably my second. I mean, less like Baker's out there in your league. It's possible, but. You know, one of those kind of guys. But it's most likely Darnold. I think Darnold's just a good play. I feel pretty decent about that one. I guess move over to tight end. Do you have any tight ends? Because I did not come up with any that I actually felt any kind of way about. Uh, tight ends. Uh, you know, I'll, say, I'll just I'll if, throw uh, some of the names. It's, I was going to say, Dallas you Goddard. <laughs> you got Dallas Goddard. You got Ryan Griffin, who's been pretty decent for the Jets lately. You got maybe you got David Njoku coming back from injury possibly this week. Yeah, I mean, are you really playing them first week? I mean, actually, the sad part is you might, you know, if everyone else is taken, you kind of like go go high side. I guess. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, Mike Gusecki. Yeah. 
Once no. again, he did catch a touchdown, but I, I probably would stay away from him. Uh, right. Yeah. It's. <laughs> I mean, Hollister is only at forty three percent. You know, I think. <laughs> so he's still kind of. Yeah, he's you know he's there. borderline. Other yeah. than that, I mean, I don't know. Not not much there. Then as I guess I'm gonna go over to streaming defense, and I have one good option this week: Eagles playing Miami. They're down there in ownership. I, you go pick the Eagles up. You go pick the, the Panthers playing Washington could be a good one. So there's a couple couple games there. I mean, Chargers against Denver could be a good one as well. I think there's actually a few. Those are probably decent options. I would say Eagles playing Miami, Panthers playing the Redskins. Yeah, and um, Chargers playing the Broncos. Yeah. Oh, Jets playing the Bengals. I think there's four options for you out there. Yeah, no kidding. Which uh, put them in order of which ones you would go after first. I'm probably I think I'm leaning Eagles against the Dolphins yet man I don't know though Panther Haskins something about him still Haskins not there you know maybe I go Panthers actually playing at home just something about Brian Fitzpatrick can still throw it get a touchdown or two you know for Miami so maybe I go Panthers Eagles probably Panthers Eagles um Chargers Jets only because Andy Dolan is back for the Bengals, which maybe you kind of like have that feeling of possibly, uh, you know, a one game resurgence for him after sitting the bench for a bit. He needs to see us to prove something. It, maybe there's that narrative. Maybe he does something. But yeah, I'd probably go Panthers, Eagles, Chargers, Jets. I'm guessing that's kind of where I'm, I'm leaning. Yeah, I like it. I, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, you could shuffle them around, but I think overall, yeah. I, I I like that order. There's actually good options this week, though. So, you know, that, that has, hasn't been the case every week. But I think that's it for waiver wire. There's, you know, the options are limited. So if for some reason you've been holding on to, like, you know, your auction budget or your number one waiver and you just need a running back, just go get it. Just use everything. Use everything right now. Get Jonathan Williams for one week. If Especially if you need to make the playoffs, who cares about next week? Get to the playoffs first, then worry about next week. Yeah, very true. Yeah. But all right, I think that will do it for waivers. Uh, I think that might be it for this week, actually, for us with the holiday coming up. We'll be back Sunday night to recap the games on that come on Sunday. But, yeah, it's going to be a little holiday break here. And if you guys have any questions, though, make sure to go on Instagram. Hit us up there at Fantasy Football Profit. Try to get as many questions answered through like Instagram this week as we're not doing the mailbag show. So get questions in there. We'll definitely try to answer as many as we can. That's it. We'll talk to you guys Sunday.